Hello, you are listening to At Any Rate, JP Morgan's Global Research Podcast. I'm Tor Sasaki, Head of Japan Markets Research. And joining me here in Tokyo today is Ben Shatil, Head of Japan FX Research. We want to discuss our views on the Japanese yen, given how sharply the currency has depreciated. We are at the lowest level since 1971 in real effective exchange term. And the yen briefly rose to 145 earlier this week. That's the highest level in 24 years. So, Ben san, you have been a yen bear for this whole year, and we hit your long standing target of 140 for the yen at the end of last week. Why have you been so bearish on the yen, and where do we go from here? Thanks, Sasaki san. Well, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. We've had a, a pretty aggressive pace of yen depreciation in our forecasts.、Um, so, so, look, I think. The market is getting comfortable with the idea that, that dollar yen can hold above 140.、Um, we've seen a sharp move in the pair above that level this week. That, that's pretty much as we had expected.、Um, and I guess, you know, at the same time, we've now raised our target、um, on dollar yen to 147. That would be in line with the high that we saw、um, back in 98. So, look, that, that kind of bearish view on the yen really reflects, I guess, two. Forces,、um, which I think you know, are pretty well understood in the market. The first is policy divergence and, and with it widening interest rate differentials. And I guess Japan's kind of slide into very large trade deficit is, is going to be the second factor. So, what does that mean for the yen, for dollar yen from here? Well, look, I think dollar yen's sensitivity to, to rate, to yield differentials is pretty much at, at cycle highs. That means that further US yield upside can transmit very quickly into yen weakness, into dollar yen higher. But I think the other interesting point is we're also seeing an asymmetry in, in the yen's response to, to yield moves. And, and what I mean by that is when US yields rise, dollar yen tends to fly, whereas when yields fall, the, the pair's kind of sticky. We're seeing that kind of dynamic today. And I suspect that reflects the kind of underlying yen selling flow. That we're getting from Japanese importers. And, and as I said earlier, that in turn reflects the fact that you know, the trade deficit is very large at this point. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Ben. So,、uh, what, the, what are the chances that the yen can slide even further against the dollar, say to about 150? Yeah,、um, I think the chances are, are, not, are not small,、uh, to be honest. So, if you do a simple kind of a mechanical relationship looking at the yen versus US yields,、um, dollar yen at 150, that is probably going to be consistent with the US 10 year at something like 3.6, 3.7%, alternatively, you know, consistent with markets pricing in two more 25 basis point hikes from the Fed. So, a Fed terminal rate around 4.5%. I, I don't think that's impossible by any means.、Um, But I guess the point is, even without those kinds of moves in US yields, I, I suspect we're going to see more yen pressure in, you know, in the months ahead. And, and that really reflects two forces.、Um, the first is that we're seeing fairly sharp moves in dollar yen, so dollar yen higher outside of the Tokyo trading session. So, in other words, it's not just those Japanese importers selling the yen during the Tokyo hours, but rather foreign or global investors also participating in, in yen shorts. The second factor, and, and this is,、uh, I think, an interesting one, is that we're seeing a very sharp rise in foreign currency deposits at, at Japan banks. So, in other words, Japanese households, Japanese corporates、um, opening you know, 
whether it's dollar time deposits, you know, foreign currency time deposits. That's typically something we see in emerging markets when currencies weaken sharply. It's, it's fairly, I'd say, unusual to see it in a developed market like Japan. But I think it speaks primar- primarily to the fact that you know, higher yield dollar deposits are fairly attractive at this point. So I guess the point here is if that kind of flow, that kind of dynamic continues, it can form another additional yen headwind. I guess the final point I'd make is, um, look, we, we should probably be open to the idea that if the broad dollar, the, the US dollar has further to run, then you know we can see some fairly eye-watering levels on, on dollar yen. So Sasaki-san, you know, with that in mind, do you think the pace of yen weakness is going to prompt some kind of policy response? Um, you know, what, what are you thinking in terms of the possibility of FX intervention? Well, I think that the possibility is low as long as the BOJ keeps current super accommodative monetary policy. Recent yen weakness is not just only because of BOJ's monetary policy, as you described earlier, but BOJ's super accommodative monetary policy is one of the important factors of the yen weakness. So it is inconsistent if Japanese authorities are concerned about the weak yen and the reduced foreign reserve to stop the yen depreciation on one hand and keep super accommodative monetary policy on the other hand. So I think we better watch carefully the BOJ's decision at the September 22nd monetary policy meeting. If they seriously want to stop yen depreciation, the BOJ may change monetary policy and the government may intervene in the FX market with a small amount of yen purchase of the same day. Okay, thank, thanks, Asaki-san. I mean, I think you're right in the sense that the next meeting is going to be pretty important as well, because it's, you know, it's the first meeting where we see the impact from a, a reshuffle in the composition of the board, right? So Kataoka-san, who was um, pretty much the most dovish member, he retired in July, um, replaced by Takara-san, who's been, I think, fairly critical of, of negative interest rate policy. So, um, Saki-san, let, let's say you're right, and the government really does intervene, MOF does intervene in September. You know, is that really going to be enough to stop more yen depreciation? In other words, has yen depreciation ever actually been stopped by FX intervention? Unfortunately, the answer is no. Japan has had plenty of experience of yen saving intervention, but very limited experience to do yen purchase intervention, and all happened in the 90s. Japan conducted a relatively large amount of yen buying dollar selling intervention between 1997 and 1998. But dollar yen rose from 130 to 147 during that period. That means that the intervention did not, did not uh, have an impact on the currency market. Dollar yen declined sharply after they gave up intervention, but uh, that was uh, because of the different reasons. Okay, let's stop here. Thank you for your views, Vincent. And thank you all for joining us today. This communication is provided for information purpose only. Please refer to JP Morgan research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2022, JP Morgan, Chase and Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on September 8, 2022.